Hey, what is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. The episodics coming again. Uh, we were talking Mandalorian Chapter 3. Hopefully you saw it, because we are about to get spoiler-heavy. Joining me for the first time, very special friend to me, Strickland, how the hell's it going? That's good, man. It's good. What's going on? Yeah, you know, like we just said, living the dream. <laughs> so this is now the second time I've done uh, the podcast through Skype, and it is also the second time I've had issues <laughs> getting it going. When I did the uh, call with uh, Coco and Justin last episode. It took literally an hour to try to figure this out. So be happy you're the second person on and not the first. <laughs> and I was I was worried that I was doing bad, but no, you're fine. It's just trying to figure Skype out. I'm still new to it. So 25 minutes of R and R is no problem. Then, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, you're all caught up on the Mandalorian. What have you been? Uh, what have you thought so far of the series? As far as like, well, you know chapters one through three like have you been digging it yeah i mean i was i was super excited um just for the whole series to come out because i was uh i've been beyond disappointed with the last couple movies so it's uh it's just cool it's like i don't know it, it feels completely different and i i don't know i like it a lot yeah, it's it's been a it's been a common. Everybody hated the last couple movies. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, a lot of people, man. You know, the Star Wars fans, like uh, mentioned last episode, the you know Star Wars community, it's pretty split right now, especially after the last few uh, few movies between Last Jedi and Solo. Yeah. So going into this, you're 100 percent right. It's something completely different, and nobody asked for it, but it's something that we needed. <laughs> uh, it's it's awesome so far. Yeah, I, I'm loving it. The, I mean, Boba Fett's my favorite character in Star Wars. Yeah. So the fact that we're getting a Boba Fett-esque character um, in Mando, I, I'm loving it. Yeah. Can't go wrong with bounty hunters and can't go wrong with Mandalorians, you know? Hell to the no. <laughs> and then we also get the adorable baby Yoda. So it's like, you know, they they really knew what the hell they were doing with this. Yeah, I'm like, besides Yoda, because I mean, he's such a big character. Yeah. I, was um like i feel like we're gonna see a whole lot more but the fact that the uh the ugnot was a pretty big part of the the story yeah so when they're like minor characters and all the other stuff you hear about them but you don't know exactly what it is i don't know that's i hope they keep doing that that's pretty cool uh, the, i've been loving that man the little easter eggs all these other like to the old movies even the tv shows someone corrected me as far as like the lizard things go uh that boba or uh Mando and Nick Nolte's character, they try to ride on those, like, little lizard things. Yeah. Uh, apparently those were from the Ewok TV movie, which I've never seen the Ewok movie. No. <laughs> the fact that they're doing that, you know, they also have little ties to the Christmas special. Justin pointed out last week that Mando's gun is actually the same gun that Boba Fett used in the animated Christmas special. So little things like that are awesome. The fact that they are taking these small things, using them as Easter eggs, but also taking these other small things and developing them more yeah. as the series is going on. I, I agree with that. I absolutely love that. Just expands the universe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. And in a good way. Yeah, definitely. Let's get into it, man. Uh, we're both digging this series. 
jumping into the beginning of the episode, uh, chapter three, we get uh, Mando and he's on his ship with baby Yoda. Uh, he's going to deliver the bounty, which is baby Yoda. They arrive. He hands baby Yoda over. Uh, what was your first instinct when that was happening? Or your first uh, set of feelings, I guess, when that was happening? Get him over to uh, the guy who put the bounty out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could... It's weird because you can't see his face because of the helmet, but you could still see that he was conflicted, you know, on the inside. So, I don't know. I think everybody kind of knew that he was going to go back and, and either go back or start shooting everybody right there. Yeah. I know it was cool. And then a little bit later on, the the doctor guy who I thought was gonna be torturing this this baby, this baby Yoda, unless I was watching it wrong, it seemed like he was trying to help, unless I'm reading it completely wrong. I don't know. Yeah, he, he even says I was I was trying to help him, which, you know, you work for the Empire, I'm not gonna believe you, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm with you. My first feeling was yeah. Again, man, you're absolutely right. This has been a common uh, thread on this. Like, you don't see Mando's face, but his body movements say everything. So even like the slightest head tilt, you know, a head turn or anything like that, you kind of get the feeling of what it is that he's expressing just from body movement. Once you see the little sphere ball and Baby Yoda going into the other room and then you hear Baby Yoda go, meh. Dude, it was heartbreaking for me. I was like, no. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like you, like you said, though, that slight little head tilt and you're like, yeah, he's going to go back and fuck some shit up. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And what I mean, like, why not? If you have, I don't know if this is tech, it's some kind of force sensitive, right? You know, so. There's with, some, Man, with Mando? No, the baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's definitely force sensitive. We've well, seen that. Yeah, why the hell wouldn't you want that on your on your team if you're going out there collecting bounties, you know what I mean? Just what a sidekick to have, you know? Oh, hell yeah. What we saw in Chapter 1 when Mando delivers his first bounty, he gets a piece of metal that is formed into his shoulder shoulder plate. Yep. Um, so then he gets an even bigger bounty or a bigger reward for uh, the baby Yoda where he's able to have his entire armor finished. So now he's completely decked out in this uh, in the steel. I wasn't expecting that to happen that fast. I thought we were going to see him get piece by piece by piece every episode. It's funny. I was thinking the exact same thing. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if Rob's going to agree with me, but I always, I loved those games where you had to go around collecting armor, you know, like Diablo, right? And all those other type of games. Yeah. And that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, piece by piece or whatever. I kind of wish that it was piece by piece, but he does, he does look awesome already, you know? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, once he got the whole suit, I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's still cool, but... Yeah, there, there's nothing left, you know. I thought that was the main part of the the journey, you know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, like a subplot, like I have to finish collect. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, you've related to Diablo. That's a, that's a great, great point of reference. Or uh, even like Pokemon, trying to get all the Poke badges. Yeah. Yeah, little things like that. That would have been a cool subplot going forward, uh, just collecting these little bars of steel to create the armor. Uh, but again, it's cool that he has it. He looks badass now. I said, um, I thought the it's pretty cool because he's part of the uh, the guild, which he oh. kind of betrayed the rules, right? But then also, I didn't think that the Mandalorians were going to come out. I know we're skipping to the end, 
but like they all came out and, and helped him. So I don't know if that's going to be something, if it's going to go back to being a single person or if it's going to kind of include them again later on in it, you know? Yeah, it's okay to jump forward to. It's not um, them coming to help him. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that more later. Uh, I I still think it's going to be more of his solo journey, and they're just going to be in the background. Yeah, I, I don't see it being an entire Mandalorian army throughout the whole season or series. I think we'll see them once in a while pop up. Like if he does need something, like like maybe he needs like a new weapon that only the Mandalorians have. He'll go back to the the temple or the hideout. Uh, but other than that, I think this was kind of like a one-off. Maybe you know we'll we'll see them again, and I'm I, I'm sure we'll see them back him up in battle. But going forward, I, I'm thinking and kind of hoping that it's just going to be his solo journey. Yeah. While he's at the you know at the guild, and he gets into the fight with the the one big guy, and uh, I so let me get your opinion on this because last episode we were talking about this how all the Mandalorians have their own unique look to them. Yeah. Uh, I really love that. What What do you think? Yeah, I think it's the first time I think we saw that because yeah. besides, you know, colors, Boba Fett and Jango Fett looked almost identical, right? And he looked pretty similar to both of them. It's the first time that we got introduced to other types, you know what I mean? Which is definitely pretty cool. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting that. I thought they were all going to always be the same. Yeah. Yeah, so seeing like, because I brought up the, you know, the female Mandalorian, she has the spikes on her head, and then you have the giant Mandalorian, who you can tell looks different. They, they're kind of like, um, I, see, this is where my being a fan falls apart, because uh, Darth Maul, his race, yeah, they all, his race, they're not all black and red, they're skin color, like they're just one solid color, all those colors are tattoos, right? Um, but they all also have like different spikes, Right. And depending on like what type of, um, you know, type of the race that they are, that's what's going to define their the tattoo patterns that they have on them. Uh, so that's what this kind of like reminded me of a little bit was just like different uh, variations of Mandalorians, kind of like how Darth Maul was, which uh, it's cool. It's fun. It's nice that it's awesome that they all don't look the same like the Jawas. They all look the same. Um you know, uh, the the Mandalorians, they all look different and it's it's cool. I like it a lot. So he gets into like a little tiff with the big guy Mandalorian. They go and then he gets his armor. He's all set. And then he goes back to uh, Apollo Creed where he goes to collect Pox. Pox. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so getting into that in- interaction, you know, he gets like everyone staring at him in the in the cantina or the bar or whatever. And it's like, yeah, he, he's he's hot shit. Everyone watch out. He's hot shit. And you got to think it's it's also part of them want that armor because obviously it's worth a fortune, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, obviously, you know, you have to do it. But he puts the armor on and he becomes an even bigger target than before because now somebody takes that armor off of him. They're, they're automatically rich, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we see that kind of happen not because he asks – Yes, Apollo. He says, I don't know the guy's name, so I'm just calling him Apollo. Yeah. Uh, he asks him, uh, you know, what's going to happen? got to be Lando Calrissi. That guy? Yeah. No, it's not Lando. All right. <laughs> no, all right. All right. Yeah, no, at this point, because the series takes place after Jedi and before The Force Awakens, so if it was Lando, 
Yeah, because I mean, we're getting Lando in episode nine. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> Lando. <laughs> hey, if it turns out he's Lando and I'm wrong, I, I'll uh, <laughs> oh. I'll send you a little care package. <laughs> Again, Mando's asking him like, what's going to happen to the to it, and uh, he says, oh, it's not. You know, it's part of our code. We don't do that. Like, you don't ask about that. What's done yeah. is done, kind of thing. Essentially, you know, Mando's like, okay. So then he leaves, and then that's when he gets jumped. Well, they all had um, the uh, the fobs, they called it. They all had the fobs going off. Yeah, yeah. And that this part kind of reminded me of John Wick. Did you see the John Wicks? Didn't, no. Ah, uh, okay. There's a, in John Wick 2, there's a, there's a part where he's on the run, and then the, the I guess the guild, another guild in John Wick, uh, the League of Assassins even, uh, he becomes a target. So you see everyone who's an assassin or a hitman, whatever, their phones start blowing up. And then you see John Wick running by and they all just look up as he's running by. That was like very, very reminiscent here too. Like that was a cool little feel. But uh, yeah, so now he's a target at this point. Uh, the All the other bounty hunters are after him. And what's the guy to do? What's he do? Uh, well, he's running. <laughs> he, he's running. He's on the run. And then I don't know. I mean, uh, that's that's the weird thing is like I I feel like after episode one and two, you had an idea of kind of where he was going, like what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, you know, where like what's he going to do at this point? You know, it's got to do something with Baby Yoda. But where do you go to find out about Baby Yoda? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and he's going to be hunted all over the galaxy, I would assume. So, I, yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what the episode four is going to bring. Yeah, episode four, I'm, uh, another question, man. How do you feel about this being like a week-to-week series? Oh, at first I hated it because I'm so used to, you know, on-demand binge-watching a series and, and yep. it in two days. Um, but I'm kind of glad that it's not because it's kind of old school. Like when we were younger and had to wait, but it gives, it gives you something to look forward to. Cause I would have finished the series by now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I kind of think it's a good idea. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging that fact too. I said last week, last episode too, like when's the last time you remember like waiting Yeah. to watch something like other than game of Thrones, which game of Thrones, I don't, I've never had HBO. So like I, I would watch that as it came out on DVD. Yeah. So like th- this is the first time I mean like Stranger Things I binge watched in like a couple days, uh, you know, Big Mouth I just binge watched. Yeah. Um, you know, all these shows that are on Netflix, Amazon, like The Boys, I don't know if you watched that. Uh, 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 superhero, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I binge that in like a matter of a day and a half, like it, it like it, it ruins it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not it's not fresh all the time. That's what I'm loving about this, man. It's like we're getting it week to week. People are still talking about it. It's still fun to talk about it. Yeah. Part of the enjoyment is like the anticipation. Yeah. Oh, man. Like yeah. right now, we're like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next in episode four? I don't know, man. I can't oh, wait. I'd be like, all right, I can stay up one more episode, you know, and stay up until two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And, you know, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was saying like it. It stinks that they're only a half hour long to I was I think chapter two was 
Yeah, chapter two was a half hour. This was a half hour. And then the first one was like 40-something minutes. But at first, that bothered me. But I think it's perfect time, too. Like, I'm starting to, like, appreciate the fact that they're only half-hour-long episodes. Yeah. Um, Nothing to complain about with, with anything so far on that. No, no. Um, especially, oh, man, how badass this episode got too you said it uh mando does go to save baby yoda he gets to the place he gets confronted by the stormtroopers and uh it's so awesome to see stormtroopers in this series like i know like we're probably not gonna get a whole lot of references to the old trilogy but we're getting the stormtroopers in here which is still awesome him fighting the stormtroopers was badass like yeah. he's not like he's not even using blasters. He's using knives to stab him. He's using like his his flamethrower. Like oh, it's incredible. Let's go back to what you brought up before. It's with the doctor. Baby Yoda's on the table and he's got something on top of him. The doctor's saying, "Oh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to help him. I don't want to hurt him." They're obviously like to me it seems like they're trying to extract something from him. Yeah. So what, uh Medichlorians, or you know, some kind of like we don't even know if like what is is this a clone of Yoda? Like what is this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I would imagine if it's the highest bounty ever, and if it is a clone, I'm sure they're gonna try and make a an army of you know force force babies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that makes perfect sense. I can't think of what else. Like they have to be trying to extract some kind of force powers you know what i mean i think that I, i'm hoping it's not the metachlorians but <laughs> like because uh that was one like i love the the prequels i don't know how you feel about the prequels yeah we're, we're one of the rare we're like a rare breed um we like the prequels but uh the one thing i hated was the metachlorians when you, when uh qui-gon explains what the Met- metachlorians are man i'm okay but it <laughs> I think cloning isn't a far stretch either. Like, I don't think that's a far reach at all. I think that if they're taking the DNA from baby Yoda, and I'm, I'm also hoping that this isn't a clone of baby, uh, a clone of baby Yoda. I'm hoping that he's not a clone of Yoda. I'm hoping he's just like the same species. Yeah. Like another one. And I'm thinking that like, yeah, maybe the empire they're bringing back the cloning technology. Yeah. And they're trying to clone up an army of, you know, super Jedi because Yoda was the strongest Jedi. Yeah. I can't picture it being like, what else would they need from baby Yoda? Yeah. You know, I, I can't see anything else. I think it's gotta be clones. And I don't know yeah. if that, if that's a clone, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's what's I, about it. I want to know where he came from too. Like how did he end up with those, those guys in chapter one? Yeah, where uh, Mando took him from. Fingers are crossed so hard that he's not a clone. I really don't want him to be, but if he is, it's okay. Uh, I would much rather him be like part of the Yoda race, though. Yeah, because we we don't we don't really know anything about Yoda's species at all. I said this last episode too, but he is still like an unknown species. There's no, he, it doesn't have a name. He's just Yoda, and that's it. We don't know where he comes from. I don't know if it's legends or if it's canon, but um. I believe he was trained by another of his same species named Yaddle. Right? Yeah. yeah. If it's not a clone, is all of that species force sensitive? Is that just 
inherent within that species or are we only hearing about the ones that are you know what i mean yeah that's that's a very good question yaddle was also brought up last episode because she was in one of the prequels it's not canon to the movies but in star wars lore it's canon yeah uh, obviously but uh yeah i actually didn't know that yoda was trained by her uh i believe so okay i'll take your word for it <laughs> go 70 percent on that um <laughs> uh, if you're wrong it's okay i'm wrong all the time <laughs> <laughs> were you so i don't know like after he got because we missed like uh the fight with the uh the big horn right with the, the yeah the rhino right and so were you freaking out when he so he got baby yoda uh and he brought him to the this planet right and he's walking down, you know, the alleys with this thing in the floating carriage. Yeah. Sitting there. And I'm like, everybody's looking at you. You can close the top of the damn thing. Like, I don't know if you, I was freaking out. I'm like, just close the top so nobody knows what you're, you're carrying. Because I, <laughs> I thought he was going to get attacked or they were going to try and steal him then. Because I wasn't worried about that. What I was, uh, I was getting upset about is when Mando is on the sand crawler, like attacking the Jawas to get his parts back for his ship. Yeah, and you see the little sphere like following up like really quickly behind him. I'm like, oh man, a rock's gonna fall on him and it's gonna crush him. Like those are that was the th- those are the things I was worrying about. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. They're not gonna kill this cute little thing. But yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm freaking out over nothing. But side of the the Ewok truck, the Jawa truck. Yeah, going 50 miles an hour and i'm like oh this thing's flying behind him 50 miles an hour following him too like yeah somewhere relax and baby yoda's just all chilly just like "Eh." (laughs) oh man when he does get baby yoda from the table though that was another time where i was like you know it's almost it's baby yoda is pretty much an animal like it reminds me it does remind me of gizmo i don't know if you've seen the memes out there comparing baby yoda to gizmo yet i haven't no all right they're they're Pretty cute. Like uh, one of the memes was it's a picture of Gizmo and it says I'm the cutest thing ever, and then it's a picture of Baby Yoda and it says, "Hey Gizmo, hold my beard." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it being a cute little creature like that. You see it in peril, your heart's gonna, you know, be like, "Oh man, please don't, ha- don't get hurt or anything." You know, Mando gets him out. He gets him out of there, and then that's when he's starting to get tracked down by the uh, the bounty hunters. After this part, they escape the clutches of the Empire. Uh, not even the clutches, they just leave the area where Baby Yoda was being held. And then the other bounty hunters have Mando and Baby Yoda pinned down, and that's where, like you mentioned, we get the uh, Mandalorians coming in to save the day. And I was totally shocked by this. I was too. That's not That's not what I thought was going to happen. No, I thought like Mando was just going to pull something out of his ass and just be like, hey, we're getting out of here. But... Then all of a sudden, like all these shots start coming out of nowhere, and then you see the jetpacks coming down, and then the big like mini gun blasting these other bounty hunters away. And I was just like, "This is epic!" Yeah, yeah, it's that was that was cool, definitely. That's that's something uh, I I know you. I think it's going to be a single person story too, but I definitely want some more. Some more action from the Mandalorians, definitely. Uh, and I think I think we'll get it. Like maybe even if 
one of the other Mandalorians teams up with them. Like the big guy, maybe he meets up with them at some point. Um, well, blacksmith has to be. I mean, it's not just a blacksmith. The 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 female. Yeah, the girl making the weapons. You yeah. Know? She's got to be like the queen or something, you know, because it looks like they all kind of follow her. So um, she's got to be a, a bigger part of the story down the road, at least still be in there. Yeah, I'm, I imagine we're we're also going to get a segment in an in a future episode where maybe the bounty hunters attack the guilds like they learn where the guild is and they come in and like sneak attack all the Mandalorians. And maybe that's when we'll see the black blacksmith kick some ass like she's probably got to be a pretty good fighter yeah well she was making uh what was it called the whispering birds yeah what's that called i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that stuff she knows how to make it so if she does fight she must have all these kind of tricks up her sleeve oh yeah man this is you know i i imagine where that's yeah where it's gonna go because obviously they're the Mandalorians are hidden, they're underground, so now they're out in the open after battling all these bounty hunters. And at one point Mando says, We're gonna have to move again. Yep. So that's gonna be that's gotta be part of it too. They're gonna have to find a new place. Yeah. So they'll you know, they'll find a new place and then you know, I do see them getting attacked at some point. Whether it's by the other bounty hunters or if the bounty hunters and the Empire team up. I was going to say the Empire, too, because the Mandalorians mentioned the Empire a lot, you know, and were upset that he was working with them. So they, I yeah. think, might be something they uh, that they have to come battle it out in the future, I think. Yeah, I, I don't, you, you can tell the Mandalorians don't like the Empire at all. Like, you, you just, you can tell that. And uh, it makes sense. That's why Boba Fett had no problem working with the Empire, because he wasn't, he wasn't really a Mandalorian. You know, like he, he was like, this, this could probably get like a little controversial me saying this, but like, I mean, he, he was a clone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he was a clone. We get the, we get the final scene of Mando flying away in his ship and you see all the Mandalorians flying around with their jetpacks blasting at the, you know, the enemy. And then the, the final scene where uh, Mando takes that like silver ball and he's just flying straight. Holds the ball up, baby Yoda takes it, and it's like, yay, like, you know, they're back together again. It's such a sweet way to end it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. It, it was, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to throw my daughter like a, like a dog bone. Oh. <laughs> Keep her from crying on the podcast. There she goes. She got, give her my wallet. She takes my credit cards. There you go. Go spend that money. Practice for the future, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the other thing that like was a big surprise. First of all, the hairy egg was disgusting looking, and I, yeah. I, I never thought an egg would be hairy. But I also thought that they were gonna like raise a little rhino beast. Not like they just ate the egg. Like all this work, you know. Like oh god, like come on, get yeah. a, little, a little rhino pet, you know. Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, we mentioned that, and I didn't see that coming either. I thought, like, this was, like, a beast that, like, the Jawas worshipped or something, and then the second they cut it open and start eating it, I'm like, yeah, the fucking Jawas would do that. What was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm missing anything. Uh, Anything else about the episode that stood out to you? Just the whole series, like, 
in general is, is I don't know, it's just cool to see. Like he kind of has superpowers, but he kind of doesn't, you know, which is nice to see in uh, like a Star Wars movie film. Because I, I think besides Rogue One, mm-hmm. every, you know, even like the Rebels, like the series and everything like that, they've all somebody's all had like some kind of superpowers. And he's a hero, and he gets shot a couple times, and the armor saves him. But it, it's just so cool to see a human. Do you know what I'm saying? Do, yeah. do kind of things, and I don't know. I just I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I said originally before the the show started, I thought that Mando was gonna be. I didn't realize he was gonna be a good guy. I thought he was gonna be almost like Deadpool esque, where he's like. Or even like a Dexter or like a character of that nature where like he's a bad guy, but you're rooting for him. Uh, he, he's not really coming across like that so far. Like he really does seem like genuinely like he's one of the good guys. Yeah. I also agree with you. It's nice to have this series where it's not revolving around Jedi. Like I know Jedi are a huge part of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, that is Star Wars. Like you and even though Baby Yoda is Force-sensitive, he's not really a Jedi. Like, we haven't seen a lightsaber yet. I think we will. I, I do have a feeling that we will see a, a lightsaber at some point in the series. What, what are your thoughts? You're giving me a funny look. I don't think Baby Yoda is going to be holding a lightsaber. Oh, not Baby Yoda. I think we're going to see another Jedi pop up, though. To try and take Baby Yoda? No, I think um, he's going to or they will show up to help Mando at some point. Like I see Mando teaming up with the Jedi. I don't think so. You're not seeing that happening? No, I think this is going to be a a completely Jedi free journey. And I think that's a good thing. I'm, Hey man, I'm hoping we don't get a Jedi. I hope we don't see any lightsabers because I think that's going to taint what this series is so far. Uh, I do think we're going to see Obi-Wan Kenobi though. No. Yeah. We got the Obi-Wan series coming soon, too. Did okay. you hear about that? Yeah, which that I'm super excited about. Yeah. Um, you look like Obi-Wan. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, the last scene just to... The last scene in the last episode just to, like, tie it over. But I think... I hope and I think it's going to be completely separate from any of that stuff and it's just going to be you know this guy's journey trying to save this baby from uh the empire or you know whoever's coming to get him yeah i do i do hope that's where the series just keeps going with i i do you know i'll repeat it again i hope we don't see jedi but i do have a feeling that they are going to incorporate obi-wan um even uh just so that we can spin it off and we can connect it into the next series that's coming up uh also, uh, you watch Samurai Jack, right? You didn't watch Samurai Jack? All right, never mind then. Because uh, I, I said last time, too, this series kind of reminds me of Samurai Jack because it's a, it's a lot of action, very little dialogue for the most part, and which makes it even more interesting. Uh, That's a good point. He really doesn't talk very much. Yeah, you get, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like especially episode two. If you rewatch episode two, it's, there's barely any dialogue in it. Yeah. We get the flashbacks of Mando as a child during the Clone Wars throughout the series as his armor's being built. My theory is that we're 
this is where it could go either way here. Like my theory is that we're going to see either Obi-Wan show up or even Yoda show up in one of these flashbacks, like hit Mando and, you know, his family are being got shot at and everything. And then I, I want to say Yoda shows up and, and saves Mando as a child. And that's why Mando has like this draw to baby Yoda. Like that's why Mando couldn't kill or allow IG-11 to kill Baby Yoda? I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> um, I think he didn't let him kill him in the first... That was... Uh, I don't know if that was the first or second episode. That was the first one. That was at the end of chapter one where they're, uh, they find him. I think he didn't let the robot kill... The droid kill him just because he was so damn cute. And that's my honest opinion. That's what you're going with? <laughs> but... I don't think. See, you keep you keep throwing Jedi. I think Jedi nothing to do with this one at all. Yeah, because he did drop off Baby Yoda to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. If he felt some kind of connection because Yoda saved him or something, I don't think he would have even brought. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Hi there. So I think it's like I totally forgot about the flashbacks, but that's. Um, I think that's going to come back. Uh, again, and like we're gonna see a whole lot more backstory about why they hate the Empire so much. Because mm-hmm. from what it looks like, it looks like the Empire just um, invaded Mandalore. Is what I'm. I think it was, and that's why they were killing everybody, uh, and that's why I have such an issue with with the Empire. So I think, yeah, I think that's gonna pop up. I don't think there's gonna be a single Jedi in this thing at all. Nothing. It's gonna be Mandalore versus the Empire. And it's going to be just real life people. That's it. We're making a bet right here, right now, Strickland. Okay. That if a Jedi shows up by the end of this season, <laughs> okay. next time I see you, you buy me a beer. That's okay. That's... And then if no Jedi show up, Baby Yoda does not count as a Jedi. No, no, we're not counting Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> If no Jedi show up at the end of the season, next time I see you, I buy you two beers. So you get two out of it. Those are good odds right there. All right. (laughs) All right, man. Let's let's call this a wrap. We are at our time mark. Man, anything uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, Let me come back. Episode four. Is that coming out tonight? Episode four is coming on Friday. I have... Oh, I have someone booked for episode four and episode five. You want to come back for episode six? Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Now we got Skype figured out. We can make this work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, you got anything you want to plug? No. All right. Fair enough, man. (laughs) Bro, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was such... Anytime talking to you in general is fun, but I'm glad we were able to talk about this. Cool, man. Me too. Thank you. All right, buddy. Everybody, thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. Yet again, the episodics, we are tuning out. Oh, make sure you tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review on the new mutants. All right, later. <laughs>